Shut up and sit down. Welcome, everybody. This is going to be a glorious, wonderful episode. Man, oh man, I am so glad to see and hear all your wonderful faces in this, the glorious day of March 7th, 2019. Is that the year? I don't know. I thought for sure you were going to screw the year up. I, <laughs> I, was like, I, almost I did. heard I was 18 in 19. my head. I was thinking 1983. <laughs> awesome. Uh, when you travel through time, boys and girls... Things start to get confusing. All right. But let's just say this episode, 132, a third shift, is going to be a fun episode. Uh, see, you're so close to your birthday. It just, it just mind-melded yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, well, my, one of my birthdays, you know, I've had billions of them. Mm-hmm. Been alive for thousands of years. You guys think I'm only 30-something, whatever that is, 35? Woo, you don't even know. I don't even know because it's not my real age. You do have Who the body knows? of a 90-year-old man, they said. So I told you. There you, so, yeah, there you go. You know, you guys will figure it out someday. Someday. But until that day, hey, welcome everybody to episode 132 of Third Shift. I am one of your hosts, the glorious Mr. Eric. And as always with me today is the other inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt. Mm-hmm. Mr. Matt, did you have a week? I had some kind of a week, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on the... On the fun stuff we talk about on the show level, I had a pretty good week because I went and saw you know you know the Cinema King. He's got to see movies to stay the Cinema King. I went and saw that oh, Greta gosh. movie with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz in it, and I thought it was pretty good. It just it felt so weird the first half of it. Like stuff was either like it felt like a movie from like the fifties because it was like oh man, she's, there's like I found this thing and there's like dramatic music and she kind of goes like like super you, nobody uh, nobody on the podcast can see the gesture but like the super cliche like oh my goodness gesture and like mm-hmm. the the way the story develops i'm like this doesn't seem like a modern movie but then the second half had a bunch of like weird shit in it and i wanted more of that weird shit all the way through like i wanted the setup because you know it's girl meets a weird old lady and what happens oh my goodness but i wanted that weird twisted stuff all throughout the movie. Like, I wanted, like, 15 minutes of setup, and then, oh, my God, weird shit is happening. But there was plenty of that weird shit. Yes, that's a lot of beeps. Sorry. Sorry, Danny. Sorry, listeners. But there was one moment that was so great, and, like, that last, like, 15 minutes of the movie, there were a bunch of these shots that were, like, intense and weird and, like, really focused on something. Like, one thing was somebody putting a needle into something. And it was this, like, long, drawn-out, like, gross, like, kind of creepy, unnerving shot of it. And I was like, this is what I wanted from that whole movie. And the other one was, like, a shot of a coffee cup and something getting dripped into it. And it was like, you know, the sound was really muted, and it was just this tight close-up on the cup as the, the drop came in and ploop. And it was just, I don't know, it was just really intense and, like, artistic and cool. And I was like, where was this throughout the whole rest of the movie? I wanted all that. But overall, it was still a good movie. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed my time with it. So if you're in the mood for a creepy movie, and you know, or if you got a free ticket for something, you want to go see something, Greta's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I was hoping it was going to be good because it's got the girl from Kick-Ass in it. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, man, I ain't seen her in a dog's age, mm-hmm. basically since Kick-Ass 2. So I was like, oh, it's nice to see she's doing something. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. I, I know she's been in a couple things since, yeah. but uh, I think that's the last movie I saw her in. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, hopefully it does well. I don't know if I'll see it. I typically don't see horror movies or, you know, things, suspense or whatever mm-hmm. kind of sm- movies in the theater. I'm usually a popcorn flinger. Yeah. So. yeah it, it, I think it would be a good, like, Netflix movie. Like, sitting around mm-hmm. on a Sunday afternoon. Got, yeah, got that's an hour typically and a half. where I watch those types of movies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty good. And then Sunday night, went out to the Royal Oak Music Theater, saw NXT Detroit out there. NXT shows are always fun. Plus, I really like going to the house shows that aren't televised because, A, it always ends on a happy note. Like, the good guys win and they try it, but the bad guys look silly. And, you know, not like that really matters, but it's just like, hey, the whole crowd's pumped up. Everyone's hitting their big moves. Everyone's, you know, like the whoever the big star is of the night will grab the microphone and say, hey, you know, thanks all to you guys and give like a a speech about how great it is to come out here and how the crowd's been great and all this other stuff. And they did that this time, too. And it was it was especially great because like literally every babyface came out and beat up on all the heels. And it was just like over the top and ridiculous. And the heels were selling and acting, you know, flopping around really goofy to show, you know, so you could see they were having fun with it in this scenario to, you know, and everyone was having a blast. It was a great time. So great show. NXT always puts on good shows, even just on their house shows. And this was no different. So that was great. And I think literally the only other thing I've been doing other than reading books, and it's not a book podcast, I don't talk about books on the show, I've been streaming Thronebreaker, and that is the best thing in the entire world. I love that game so much. I love streaming it. I love, I even went back and watched some of my previous streams, and it's like, wow, I, you know, seeing myself have so much fun with this. I was like, now I see why people like watching streams a lot. I mean, a lot of the streams I've seen before, like, they're kind of fun. But it's either like business like, he's like he's just doing it, or like too intense and it's just like like a Call of Duty stream, he's just focused and just staring uh-huh. like you are right now and just got him. Going over to Bravo. Did it. It's not like fun. But yeah. but playing that is fun for me and I feel like it translates to the stream. So when I watch it and I'm laughing on the stream and having fun. I'm like, I remember having that fun. That was awesome. I loved Oh, it's a cool moment coming up. Look at that. Yeah, I totally get screwed over with my choice that I made earlier that sounded so good. And then all my men got poisoned, and I'm in this hopeless battle. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, Thronebreaker's awesome. So I'm hanging out with the dwarves now. I just battled the freaking dragon, and I smoked its ass, and it ran away. And, and oh, the best part. Here. I'll, no, I, I can't spoil it for the, for the ending of the stream. I ended it the best... The best ending of a stream I've ever had was this one. It was so good. So that has been a ton of fun every day. Every day that I actually actively think about Thronebreaker, I just want to be on it. Like I go to work and I forget about fun times and I just drudge through the misery. And you saw it today. You're like, oh, you're going to go home and play games. I was like, yeah, Thronebreaker's there. Immediately out the door, gone by. Gotta go, gotta go. (laughs) And it's just so good. That world is so well put together. It's, It's... it's Witcher, it's everything you love about Witcher, just in a different style of game, and it's great, and I love it. So that's been my week. It's been a pretty good week. What about you, Eric? How was your week? Oh, gosh, bless, Matt. So I don't know, because time is very weird for me. Did I talk about my adventure at Chuck E. Cheese? No. Okay. 
Not unless so you mean the one from like eight, eight, eight months ago or something. But No, no, no. We just went. And I think it was this last weekend. But as I said, when you time travel, I don't know what days are and things are, months are anymore. So mm-hmm. maybe it was this weekend or if it wasn't, it was last weekend and I didn't mention it. But it's probably this weekend because time is blurry. Anyways, we went to Chuck E. Cheese. We said, you know... Let's just take the kids to Chuck E. Cheese. We'll call their Uncle Brent and their Aunt Heather and you know, go to Chuck E. Cheese with all of them. Sure, this will be great. So we get there, and it's packed. It's packed, packed. I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, this isn't what I thought it would be on a, like, a 3 p.m. on a Sunday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Very weird. But anyways, so what? we get a table. We get in line. We're like, all right, what are we ordering? We're, we got these coupons. We're trying to figure it out. We're like, all right, let's just get a, let's just get an hour of tokens, basically. Order a couple pizzas, call it a day. Mm-hmm. All right, and then Amanda, of course, needs salad because she's gluten-free. Yeah. So she orders a salad. We use the coupon. It's part of this pizza-salad combination. Heather orders a salad, and then they get a couple pizzas. Mm-hmm. Now, this is all singles, right? Okay. Kids go play. First off, half the machines... Don't work. So we're over here like, she's, you know, they're just doing a little doot, 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 doot. And well, then, yeah, because it's a card know, coins now. Don't it's pop. not yeah, it's card. It's card-based. Yeah, you rush your card over it. And then, like, the token that comes out to, like, throw down the ramp and, you know, see if you can knock over things or whatever yeah. doesn't come. So we're, we're dealing with that. Not too upset because the way the system works, you get, like, the hour's worth of tokens. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a ton. It's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Anyways... Going through there, half the other machines, their tickets are running out. All right. Uh-huh. So, like, they don't, they're like, out of tickets, out of tickets, out of tickets. So, we're dealing with that issue. Mm-hmm. Now, the first thing that happens is the food comes. Cool beans. All right. Let's take a pause, children. Let's go over to the, the food area and eat our, eat our meal. Mm-hmm. You know, of yummy, delicious Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. We get over there and Amanda and both Amanda and Heather come over. They're like, "Oh, the salad bar is missing like tomatoes. It's missing cheese. It's it's running out of bacon. It doesn't have this." Jesus. So basically, they've got like lettuce, you know, and like some oddball random items, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, okay, what the heck? So they're like, "Well, let's just eat this. We'll go back up. We'll I'm sure they'll have it refilled." Mm-hmm. So we eat a couple slices of pizza. They eat what little they do have on their plate. And then they go back up. Sure enough, now more stuff's just out and nothing's there. <laughs> so. We just paid for these salad bars, and there's no salad at the salad bars. Mm-hmm. In fact, lettuce on that second round was apparently getting super low. It was like the dregs of lettuce, you know, <laughs> the unwanted lettuce. Awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so they come back, and then they're both, you know, complaining about it, understandably. Mm-hmm. And Brent's Brent's like, "Well, what do you want me to do about it?" I'm like, "Well, we want we just want either a for them to refill it now, or b to just refund the salads." Mm-hmm. And so Brent goes up there, and he's in line for, I don't know, it was probably 20, 30 minutes. Then he's, like, talking to some manager, doing this whole shindig. Finally comes back. Well, they're giving Heather her money back because she just bought a single salad. Mm -hmm. But because you used a coupon with a salad-slash-pizza combo, they're not going to refund it. So then wife's mad about that. You know, like, this is bull crap. I didn't get a salad either. Uh (laughs) I'm, I'm not eating food because you're not filling it up, which... Afterwards, they finally got it to it around 10 minutes after that whole shindig, but mm. we were already back to playing. And it was the food time was over. Oh, so she was upset about that. And then we get to a machine, and mind you, this happened beforehand, but it was like, whatever, we're not dealing with it. Right. One of the kids, one of my daughters, won, it was 55 tickets, you know, mm. won 55 tickets off some little thing. 
oh, cool, right? Yeah. Out of tickets, out of tickets. It didn't spit them out. Of course. Saying out of tickets. And I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, okay, what the heck? And then, of course, Elaine, you know, the daughter, she's excited, wants her tickets. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to run up, stay right here. I'm going to run up, tell them, hey, this machine's out of tickets. Can you get it refilled real quick? Mm-hmm. So I go stand in line. I'm in line. Got one person ahead of me, an old couple, and then two already at the line mm-hmm. register. The old couple's taking forever. Like, they don't understand what anything is. Yeah. Okay, typical. I understand. You're old. You don't have a brain anymore. Cool beans. You came to Chuck E. Cheese for some reason <laughs> as an old <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Probably for a niece or nephew or something, you know, yeah. but having no idea what this place is or how it works. Right. So Then this lady comes to my left and stands there. I'm like, okay. Mm. The people on the left cleared up. She just walks up to the counter. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm standing right here waiting to go because mm-hmm. I just centered out, you know, because I was like, well, okay, I'll just get the next register. Yeah. Then the right one opens up and this one lady just comes in, walks right in front of me and walks up to the register. Awesome. And at this point, I went, uh, I am in a line. And she looks around. And she goes, well, you're too slow. At this point. I almost, I almost, it almost ended. Uh-huh. The only thing that stopped me was because of the circumstances involved in this scenario would have ended up in a bad way for me. Mm. Yeah, true. So I won't just, dis- I won't disclose everything involved, but the way it was would have not gone well for me. So I waited and waited, got up there. Finally, the individual goes, all right, oh man, all right, all right. This time I'm going, I'm going for real. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I go back and I wait. Mm. Amanda finally comes up to me and goes, what's going on? I'm, oh, I'm still waiting. It's been a few minutes, five, ten, five, ten-ish minutes. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, and I go, can you just wait here for one more minute, and I'm going to go run back up. Uh-huh. So I run up. I don't wait in line this time. I just go straight to the counter. I go, hey, you know, tickets, tickets. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, my God. And he literally he goes around to the back end, mm-hmm. and I turn around to go back to the machine. And Amanda's up and up and right by me now. Uh-huh. And I go, babe, what are you doing? She goes, I ain't waiting by a dumb machine for 55 stupid tickets anymore. I go, but it was just a minute. <laughs> and she goes, well, I don't care. So she walks around to where the kids are by the table. Uh-huh. And I go back and I start, I'm like, oh, my God. So I fast walk back because I've already spent now 20 minutes on this entire stupid, stupid thing. Stupid endeavor, yeah. And I get there. And this girl who had been sitting in the chair to the left of the machine mm was taking the tickets. Of course. She had jumped up and said, those were my tickets. Uh-huh. And she grabbed them from the guy and walked away. Mm. And I went, I just wasted 20-something minutes of my life mm. for 55 Chuck E. Cheese tickets. I came back to the table and I said, we're done. Uh-huh. Put on your coats. Chuck E. Cheese is over. Yep. I need to breathe. <laughs> no, what's wrong with you, man? Relax. I'm like... Give me a few minutes, and I'm going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. I just need to be Chuck E. Cheese has to be over now. Mm-hmm. It's time to walk outside and go down to some <laughs> yep. other place in the strip mall. <laughs> exactly. Nope. So we left. Sure enough, like two minutes later, I'm fine again because yeah. that's, you know, that's me. Mm-hmm. And then, But everyone's like, oh, I don't ever, ever see you get mad. And I'm like, well, it's, I don't get mad. Yeah. But you know what? When I waste 20 minutes of my life, mm-hmm. for first off, the dumbest thing in the world. Right. But secondly, and then it doesn't even pan out. Uh-huh. Oh my God, bless! Woo! <laughs> this this makes me very glad that a I don't have children, so I don't go to places like this to have situations like this happen to me, and that b I'm never invited to kid things to experience this kind of nonsense. Yes, 
you're not missing much. Those places yeah. drive you bonkers. Yeah. So that was my Chuck E. Cheese story. Ugh. Ugh. It was glorious. It was fantastic. But at the end of it all, as I said, after you know the two minutes, I went, oh, well, did you have girls have fun? Yeah, well, Chuck E. Cheese. Time, go, time right, and stuff cool. don't mean anything to us. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, time means nothing to them. Exactly. Yep. So. My aunt, well, they had fun. Mm. She's like, you know, man was like, oh, yeah, yeah, but still, you know, I'm just mad because they didn't do this. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Mm. But it's fine. Who cares? Yeah. They had fun. Done. This place is done not for adults. Story. Adults should never <laughs> no. think, just turn your brain off when you go in. Mm-hmm. Are the kids having fun? Okay. That's it. Great. Yep. Mm. Everything else is nothingness. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Goodness. Now, beyond that wonderful Chuck E. Cheese story, I haven't done much but play Anthem and work and sleep mm-hmm. and i'm telling you what i'm enjoying my time in anthem i've already talked like in episodes episodes, episodes so i'm not really going to go into too much more but i will say i am getting to the point now just now where i'm starting to go okay i need some content because mm-hmm. i'm starting to get the gear up there there's really not too much to do except for like your couple legendary contracts mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it so you're like all right about an hour worth of game time and then you're done until the next day where you can go do another 30 minutes to an hour worth of contracts mm. and get off. And part of me is happy with that, though, because I'm yeah. like, great. Because you know what? Division 2 is about to come out. That'll make it really easy to go, all right, Anthem, you sit right here for a couple weeks while I really chomp into Division 2 mm. and rock it out. And then when I come back, there's they're going to have a couple updates already in Anthem. Yep. So I'll be like, oh, look at the new thing here and this new Elysium caches and da-da-da. So it works out. But the other part of me is like, you know, you know how people are that plays games. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's no content. I'm, you know, everyone's abandoning ship and leaving, and I don't want, wow. I'm like, well, I want to want that to happen. So I'm like, hopefully, when I come back, there's a good player base and everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, you know, while you're while you're mainlining Division Two, you'd be like, ah, oh, you know, it's a weird Friday night. I don't have anything to do. Let me pop on Anthem for a little bit. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, I'm flying around. I'm doing my thing. All right, cool. Now it's time to go get some gear over here. There you mm-hmm. go. I'm going to hop in the you know, division and get the LMG, get some legendary LMGs. Oh, go. yeah. Uh, so before we get our person, you run around like a noodle man. <laughs> they don't run like noodle people. They do. You're, just, just, you're on drugs. You're on drugs. It's crazy. Crazy. You're probably drunk. With their, with their soggy bottom drawers. Happening. Got poop in their drawers. Well, their arms flying you know, about. Poop in the drawers. Arms waving around. <laughs> you're crazy, man. It's a solid title. Looking good. I can't wait. I will just say I'm super excited about it. I even considered upgrading to the gold edition because they get the March 12th start date instead of March 15th. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you get like um, a couple of the classes when they come out or just automatically unlocked for you instead of you having to unlock them by doing whatever criteria they make you meet. Mm-hmm. But then I said, stop, Eric, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. $50, 60 bucks, I think it is because it was 110 mm-hmm. 60 bucks to get three days early and some free stuff. No, Eric, mm. stop it. Don't do it. But it's so tempting. Uh-huh. I could be playing the 12th. <laughs> well, there, there's something coming out later that I'm probably going to talk about that it's got a, I think it's got a four day early access window if you buy it digitally uh-huh. versus physically. And I like to have these games physically. But I'm like, I could, I could be playing it like for a whole week, like uh-huh. before my birthday. Just, oh, oh, man. Oh, make your birthday week just so amazing yeah. all the way up through it. That's tempting. That is tempting, Matt. Woo. But that's it for my week. So, of course, with that being said, we move on 
to some more wonderful things. Yeah, we move on to what we did together this week, which was IG2G episode 48, man. We had a great time. I talked about Ape Out. I did drums, (laughs) and it was great. I did mouth drums into the mic. about all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Division 2 beta, Anthem, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Talked about Stellaris and Nier Automata. And then what was the topic? You you rambled on about something. Oh, it was uh, oh, I, Torchlight Frontiers. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Torchlight Frontiers, which I'm still not in the, the al- closed alpha for. I'm really upset. I've been checking my emails every day, hoping that they're like, hey, we got to add a couple people. And, oh, look, this guy purchased our other previous titles. Uh-huh. We should let him in. I haven't seen that yet. I saw that there was a uh, button that you can press for, hey, are, do you, are you a content creator? Uh, do you want to get in the Frontier? Nice. Torchlight Frontiers, and I'm like, I do. And I clicked a button, and it went to their little site, but then it was all like, hey, if you agree to these terms want to do this, we need to know your Twitter handle, your Facebook handle, mm-hmm. so we can keep track of what you're saying and doing, and we want to do this and that. And I was like, That's ah. perfect for you because you don't say anything, so it's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I haven't posted anything. So, you know, there's that. But then I'm on the other hand, I wonder if that's just like a, hey, we'll check out how you, you know, how you are uh-huh. and what you're up to. And if they see I don't ever post anything. They're like, well, okay, well, you got to worry about that guy. Hey, but you got like I'll a. talk about you on the podcast. You got like a 15 minute <laughs> video you could send to them of you going, is there any audio here? Can you, can you guys hear that? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <laughs> yep. So you're, you're a content worked. creator. You created content, <laughs> video I content did. even. I was so sad. It didn't work. <laughs> sad. I was like, oh, this is, I thought this was the moment. Uh-huh. It was not the moment. <laughs> a shame, shame, shame. Hey, you did it, though. Go to go, click. I almost had it. We'll get there. We're getting there. <laughs> I just feel like it's one more dollar after the next. Mm. I'm like, God, I should have just listened to Matt and just went on the PlayStation and scrubbed push, and dumped push it. Push the one just button. push play and do there it. There you go. <laughs> I'm like now I've got like two hundred dollar mics and two hundred dollar arms and freaking three hundred dollar headsets and I'm like this hundred ninety dollar camera and I'm like this get too expensive oh my god I haven't even got the game chair yet I'm like oh man this is all so expensive but hey what's not expensive is what you play in third shift because you can get that for only a three dollar donation on our Patreon we also released that this week recorded it last week. We got delayed for absolutely no reason, so I'm sorry about that. But that was awesome. I had fun putting that together. I always love editing sound effects and making weird segments and things. And if you listen to it, there was a weird segment and thing on that one. So that was a lot of fun. And then coming up next week, we have no official release. But if you're a $5 member on the Patreon, we're going to be recording our Shifter Monthly Topics. So look out for that coming up next week and another thing you always got to look out for our shift codes for golden keys in borderlands 2 so hit up the twitter the red the forums the instagram hit up your preferred shift code provider go get yourself some free loot suckers indeed you better because you got to stockpile them up so you're in preparation for the borderlands 3 announcement oh yeah you gotta play that borderlands 2 and that borderlands pre-sequel all the time and get ready because there's big news coming. Woo, woo, woo! No, Eric. <laughs> big news for Project 1v1. Get out of exactly. here. Exactly. Project 1v1. Oh, yeah. Y'all think it's going to be Borderlands 3? You are mistaken. You're mistaken. And you know what you're also mistaken about? Blind Squirrel, everybody. Mm-hmm. Reportedly, these individuals were creating a Borderlands remastered edition. And everyone is stoked. Everyone's excited. And then the big day came. They said, hey, man, we got the big reveal of what we're working on, what we're doing. 
And everyone's like, woohoo, this is going to be it, this is going to be it. And they went, hey, we're making an original IP called Drifters right now. And, I, and all the Borderlands people are like, what? Mm. But, of course, for Blind Squirrel, this is outstanding. Because mm. they're getting an original IP, something that they're doing themselves, making themselves, dreamt up themselves. And I won't go too far into it, but I will quote from TSA. Drifters is a hero action shooter that combines the spectacle of arcade action with the high intensity of a shooter to create a fun, irreverent, and fast-paced game about looting the galaxy. Choose from a suite of drifters, each with their own abilities and expertise, to find the one which fits your playstyle, then form your own ragtag team of raiders. All drifters come equipped with a grappling device and a drift pack, which provides a unique and exhilarating way to navigate the environment, counter the enemy team, snatch the goods, and find your own path to victory. There you go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what this game's about. And it, it's talking about <laughs> shooting. It's talking about looting. It's talking about cool and abilities about in a team. And I was like, isn't this just Borderlands? And then you said grappling hook and a drift pack. And I went, wow, this is what I would want Borderlands to be if it was Borderlands 3. I mean, obviously, it's, it's not like a, it's not obviously not a shooter looter game, but looting mm-hmm. the galaxy. That's exactly what this is. Looting the galaxy, fly, got grappling hooks, drifter packs, flying around, mm. doing all sorts of wonky, bizarro things. I was like, that's exactly what a would get me players. I hyped back up again. <laughs> Blind Squirrel, you did it. <laughs> well, and what's funny was because the article originally stated that this was going to be a VR game. Oh, wow. And that's what I had told you originally. Yeah. But then there was an update that they said, oops, our apologies. It was a mistake. This actually is not a VR game. This will be... Uh, a real, not I shouldn't say real. This will be a traditional <laughs> game on the, uh, the real consoles. <laughs> this will be a real game, <laughs> real game a, that people could <laughs> play, not just those rich millionaires with their VR headsets. Yeah, exactly. With their VR headsets, think they're all fancy pants because they can buy a five hundred dollar headset. Oh man! Hey, did you see Nintendo Labo's got a VR thing coming out? Cardboard uh-uh, strapped to your it. face. Oh, beautiful, perfect. Heck yeah, that's it. Strap a big old chunk of cardboard to your head and your Nintendo it's Switch just, up switch to it. Switch is just in it. I think, the, <laughs> just in I think it. the things are on the sides. Oh, man. Oh, it's going to be great. I just had to mention it in Good case you hadn't Nintendo. heard about it. No, I hadn't. <laughs> Fantastic. So, everybody, we're sorry to inform you that unless there's some other secret up their sleeve, Blind Squirrel is not doing the Borderlands Remastered mm. Edition, so we will not be seeing that anytime soon. Unless, like I said, they split their teams and did it a lot earlier, da 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 mm. but it doesn't seem like that's the case. So, that little birdie has been shot out of the sky, mm. and by God's, hey, that's how it goes, Matt. That's how it goes. That's true, but hey, that 1v1 albat- albatross is still there with this, like, six-foot oh, wingspan yeah. just going, Caw! I don't know what what noises an albatross makes. Caw! It says. In, like, a really, like, weird <laughs> deep voice. Caw! I'm an albatross. Ah, it's going to be glorious. I can't wait mm-hmm. to hear about it, and I hope that it has all of our ideas in it, which wouldn't be then our ideas because obviously that means they've had thought of it way before we no, did. No, they but stole it from us. We said it on the did. podcast. Oh, like in that last second, they just went bam. I'll record the podcast out of like a cassette tape and scratch like 1983 into it, and you there can you time go. travel back with it and mail it to us in the past. Mail it right in when the past. you right. Like, I'll be one year old. It'll be like, to Matt. I'm like, who even knows about Matt yet? What is this? Aha. Uh-huh. strange thing. <laughs> I guess I'll keep it and let Matt listen to it when he gets older. Perfect. <laughs> what is this? Who I are like these it. people? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand Mom. what's happening. What's this weirdo even talking about? <laughs> what's, what's, what's a 1v1? What's that even mean? And then, like, you know. 30-something years later, I'll just punch you right in the face. And then you'll be like, oh, my God, it all makes sense uh-huh. now. 
Glorious. So we mentioned VR earlier, and the other piece of news we have from the Gearbox world today is that Borderlands 2 VR just put out a new patch, Mm -hmm. which mainly, and most importantly in what's being talked about, introduced the AIM controller support. Apparently this is what a whole bunch of people have been recommending they do and Mm -hmm. pop in there. And so Gearbox said, hey, you know what? You are right, and we are going to get that done. And they did it, and it is now in there, so you can use the AIM controller and have a whole good time utilizing that function. I don't even know what it really does because I don't have the headset and I don't pay attention to it. I think it's like the, like you know, like, like Link's crossbow training, like the thing. Mm-hmm. I think you, you jam your your move controllers into a thing, so it's like a light gun. Oh, okay. Cause, cause I, oh, okay. I've seen that in some gameplay videos. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. But then you can't gun zerk unless you, like, yank one out and you hold it all akimbo. I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah, how that works. Yeah, I don't know work. how that really works. Mm-mm. I haven't seen any gameplay. Hopefully somebody out there will play a little bit of it so I can go watch. Mm-hmm. But unless they do, I have no idea. But it is in there if you have that headset and you've got Borderlands 2 VR and you're like, hey, man, I really wanted to use the AIM control controller and go have a blast. You can now blast your enemies with that controller. <laughs> Woo! Good job for you. I'm very happy that that's in there. We're proud of That's right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Well, see, you know what? I will give it some props because anything that makes shooting games feel more like light gun games is always good in my book so good job on you aim controller and good job on you gearbox for implementing the aim controller thumbs up and on a couple other things they did in the whole update i'm not going to go into it but i'll just say they improved the scope crosshair toggle and scope toggle good so good that 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 floats your boat and you understand all that cool beans awesome (laughs) good job gearbox keep it up you know, it's nice to see you're supporting your stuff and rocking and rolling. True, because, I mean, you could just release you know? it and just go, well, whatever. It's well, up. we're still, Gearbox, like I said, I got in touch with them, and they were going to send us those VR headsets. Oh, yeah, so that's right. I'm sure they're in the mail. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll it's probably been soon. delayed because it's cold out, you know. Yeah, it's cold, the weather. Like the know. guy in the borough out in Charlotte, he, he can't make it when it's cold. <laughs> yeah, well, he, no. He's only got, a, he got, he got, only got so many blankets to put on that donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go past the quarter mile marker. The donkey freezes. <laughs> then I gotta walk back to the house. <laughs> it's used to get then cold. Then my knuckles are cold. It's used to get cold, and my fingers get cold when I try and rub them to warm them up. So we we just stay inside the barn, the mail barn, <laughs> the mail barn. That's what it's, all your mail comes with hay and stinks <laughs> like poop. <laughs> That's the Charlotte way. <laughs> Oh man, you can you can tell sometimes how long your mail sat there by how stanky it is. <laughs> if it's ripe as yesterday's boobow, you know it's been in there for a week. <laughs> you know what day it came in on because they alternate between the pigsty, the goat ranch, the sheep thing, and the chicken coop. So it came in on a Friday, and you smell chicken. Oh man, that's a Friday mail. That is. Well, <laughs> that's the worst. Oh, the chicken's the worst. God. So yeah, we're still waiting on them. They'll be here someday, though. Maybe come spring. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm dead. B- balls, in, balls in your court, gearbox. <laughs> so yeah, that pretty much wraps up the gearbox section of the show. Now it's free wheeling, free dealing time. Who's got a topic? Who wants to talk about something? I'll talk about something. Why the heck not? It was the Yakuza Game Twitter account, but now it's Ryuga Gotoku Studios. They've changed their name to just reflect the 
the Ryuga Gotoku Studio, which is the people who made Yakuza. So when I say the Yakuza guys, that's them. They're talking all about the Western release of Judgment, their new game. It's sort of a spin-off or like kind of like side story in the Yakuza series. It takes place in Kamurocho still. You still got like the Tojo clan and the Omi Alliance, you know, warring in the background as kind of like the the backdrop for the stage, but no Kazuma Kiryu, apparently, well, no Goro Majima that we've seen yet, but a new character, Takayuki Yagami. He's a former lawyer who's turned into a private detective, and he's got to solve cases and stuff and mysteries and things and figure stuff out. On a very base level, this is going to be a lot like Yakuza. You're still in the same city, same locations, same side story, you know, like side activities to do. No karaoke, uh-huh. apparently because they're doing a dual language release. More on that in just a little bit. But you can still go play, you know, in the Club Sega, play the old arcade games. You can still do side missions and side things. But instead of just being about, you know, punching and beating people up, although that is still there, you still have, you know, the random encounters on the streets and stuff like that. This, well, of course. Since he's more of a private detective, this has more of a detective aspect to it. So you'd be, like, trailing suspects, You'll be, you know, having chase scenes, but then you'll also have scenes where, you know, you come to a crime scene and you have to investigate it, looking around for clues. Like, so you mean they're gonna have like a sixth sense? Like, you'll just go like this, and then I'll like highlight footsteps, and then you can interrogate the footsteps. And I, I don't know, and then, like the blood spatter on the wall. That's what every game does, man. I don't, we gotta do that. <laughs> I feel like it probably won't be that way because it's from the Yakuza guys, but. I almost literally wrote probably Detective Vision in my notes, but I haven't seen it, so I couldn't write that. So then in addition to the investigation mechanic, what also is new to this game is there will be actual dialogue trees because there's an interview mechanic where, you know, you're talking to people about what they saw, what happened. So in most Yakuza games, it's just the conversation happens. You have no control over any of it. Maybe you have like one choice in like a sub story, but in here you're actually talking to a lot of people, dialogue trees that influence the way the conversation goes, how much information you get out of it, that kind of thing. So a couple little interesting tweaks and spins on the Yakuza formula here to fit the more detective oriented nature of the game. And other than that, for the first time in a long time in the Yakuza game series, actually the first time maybe ever. They're going to have dual audio, so Japanese audio, English audio, and then I think they said on their Twitter, whole range of subtitles, all the different languages and subtitles. And the, their localization teams usually do a really good job. Anyway, so if you are a person who has to have the dub, you're going to like this more than you like the other Yakuza games. I'm going to stick with the sub because that's just me, but now it's all flavors for all people. So it's all good. So get Judgment. It's coming out on the 25th of June, three days before my birthday. And like I teased earlier, I talked about it earlier in the show, you can get the physical version, or if you pre-order digitally, you get early access to the full game, it said, on their Twitter on the 21st. So four full days of early access. I might just do it just to do it. But you get a Ryuga Gotoku Studio sticker if you buy the physical version. I got to have the sticker, even though I don't put stickers on anything. I gotta have it. So when I, was I f- gonna say, where are you gonna do it? Then? When I find that one thing, I just be like, bam! Now everybody knows, and everyone will go, "Because that's Ryu Gag. What what is that? You some kind of like Japanese weirdo?" And I'll go, "Shut up, man! I hate you." Leave me alone. You don't even understand. You don't understand what this is. You don't understand the awesomeness that is judgment. So keep an eye out for it, especially if you love Yakuza. And if you don't love Yakuza, you're not a friend of mine. Woo!
Ooh, that's a bold statement, Matt. Hey, I gotta best. gotta end it on a big, just a big punch. I better love Yakuza. I like, I like Yakuza. There you go. That's good. I, pre- that's I appreciate Yakuza. There you go. Yes. There you go. That's my wording because I think it's cool, but I don't know if I'd play it. Mm. I should play it. I have one. I own one, mm. obviously. So you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. You got it in the PS Plus. Uh-huh. That's right. It sure did. Mm. Well, see, you own it, so you ha- so you love it. So that that's it. That's exactly. Now I gotta state another list of wonderful games you could own. Mm. Now it's PC only, and I thought I'd bring this up. Hey, come on, listen. Now listen. Even your 1992 clunky PC could probably play <laughs> some of these. All right, because Square has themselves a sale going on right now. Mm. So you head on over there, and you can get Chrono Trigger for seven dollars and fifty cents. Nice. You can get Dragon Quest XI Echoes of an Elusive Age for 30 bucks, Secret of Mana for 20 bucks, Dragon Quest Heroes Slime Edition for 20 bucks, whole bunches of others. I won't name them all, but I Am Setsuna is one of them. Oh, nice. And that's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to play that one. Yeah. There's The Quiet Man, Spelunker, Yosemite, Lost Sphere. But that one I heard wasn't as good as I Am Setsuna. So if you're going to pick one of the two, I'd get I Am Setsuna. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, make sure you get on over there and check out that square freaking sale mm-hmm. because I can't ever stop but help. Anybody who hasn't touched a Square game, get into some Square games because they're the freaking best. True, true. There's also uh, a whole selection of Final Fantasy games on sale at GMG. So if you head on over there, once again, on the PC, go ahead. You can get a whole uh, Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy freaking VI, Final Fantasy V, a whole bunch of them. Mm. A whole plethora of Final Fantasy games. All right? So once again, get your butts on over there. PC only, of course. Buy some of these Square games enjoy them if you haven't played them and if you have buy them again because hell who doesn't like playing chrono trigger again only a madman doesn't want to play chrono trigger again i'll tell you that right now you know actually speaking on that thinking of final fantasy 6 chrono trigger final fantasy 4 and 5 i've been in that in that like mode of just whenever i you know i've been watching some youtube videos of talking about how great they were and stuff and i hear that music and i'm just like damn i could play that whole game again right now and be happy. Like if I I was like, man, I should get the, the Super Nintendo Classic or download however many ROMs, you know, just play them here on this laptop. And I was like, I could play Final Fantasy VI for 70 hours, just like I did when I was a kid, and have just as much fun. Because I would be like, oh, this moment's coming up. Here it is. There it is. That's the moment. What's next? Oh, yeah, this cool thing over here. Oh, I remember a secret over here. And then hear that. That awesome 16-bit era music just washing uh, over you, because not, be nothing beats that. I don't. No. I don't. I don't even care. Nothing beats that. It's so iconic, and and then because it was simpler, mm. you could take every little tune and beat and just it get, put it in your brain. Yep. And you could memorize it and whistle it, and it'll never be that way again. No, it can never be that way again. No matter how good the songs and music are in, in games anymore, mm. you can't beat that because you could you could memorize it. And then memorize the exact scene you were in. And I think the other thing is, like, that art style has that same appeal to it. Because when you're limited, you have to be so creative with what you can do. Versus now, you can have photorealistic anything. and have a whole symphony play anything. So nothing's off limits. Nothing's off the table. But when you, when you work within those restrictions, that's when the magic has to happen. Because if you have beep and boop and blurp, well, you got to make some kind of crazy melody out of that for that to mean anything and stick in your head. If you have 16 colors, well, you got to be real damn creative 
to make a legendary game like Super Mario Brothers or something. And that's what they did seemingly all the time back in those days. Uh-huh. It was it was beautiful. Those games are beautiful. Do yourselves a favor. Head back into the past where I'll be going after this show mm-hmm. and play them, okay? I'm telling you right now, you will not regret it, and you might just open your eyes to a whole different generation of games. Oh. <laughs> One more thing I don't think I've ever mentioned on this show. Maybe I have before, and I've forgotten it in the plethora of shows that we've done. But speaking of Chrono Trigger and that amazing music, there was a an internet project i think just one dude did it it was had to be at least 10 years ago now called the chrono trigger mixtape and he took popular like rap songs from the day and set them to chrono trigger music so like the instrumentation is just like gato's theme and it's 50 cents uh not in the club it's the other one oh god if i don't remember I can't I can't remember what it is, but every time I listen to any of those songs outside of the Chrono Trigger mixtape, I go, why does this song sound like shit? It's, oh, because it doesn't have <laughs> Chrono Trigger music in the background. Like, they, you know, they turn up the beats and stuff, but it's just like you get those melodies and they fit because, you know, the the time schemes is perfect, you know, 4-4 four, four time yeah. or whatever, and it matches so perfectly. And it's just like, so if you... If you have the Internet Wayback Machine, go and get that. I think there is one version of it on YouTube that I, I, I liked and I, I saved as one of my favorites. But it doesn't have the – because the guy who did the mixtape did like a whole like cheesy DJ intro and outro over all the songs too. Uh-huh. And it, just, it was so perfect. The, the version on YouTube doesn't have that. But Chrono Trigger mixtape, if you haven't heard it, you need to go hear it. It's amazing. It's great. You have my curiosity peaked, sir. I must go look at this. I was going to say, I'm definitely going to mm. s- send you the link right after the show. Oh, yeah. I- I'll have to take a listen here as soon as it's over, because mm. now i got to know. <laughs> it's awesome. It's good. Good. And that's it. We did it. We did it. Hooray! The new episode is coming your way, boys and girls. That's right. And what should be coming our way is your feedback about this show, about any other show, about what you want to see on a future show. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, if you just want to say hi, send us anything. Just communicate with us. Please, God, I don't see many people. I go to work and I see like four people, and then I come home and I see nobody. So if I see you communicate with me, that'll make my life ten times better. You can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme. Hey, you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Indeed you can. You can also find us over on Patreon where we have a wonderful little tip jar set up. Yes, folks, that's right. We treat it just like a tip jar. If you like what you hear, like what we're doing, we made you laugh, we did something amusing or fun, please consider throwing a buck our way, two bucks our way, five bucks our way, 100 bucks our way, a thousand bucks our way, or the coveted one million dollars, in which case we'll open up a food line and change your lives forever. Yes. That's true. It will also change our lives forever, but well, yeah, that's no one cares about that part. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be glorious. It would be much appreciated. And for those of you who already do, we appreciate it very much. We have always appreciated it, and we continue to appreciate mm-hmm. it for all time. If you cannot throw us a buck, because you know what, you got to pay for the Twinkie, you got to eat that Twinkie. The baby needs formula. Whatever the case may be. Hey, consider throwing a five-star rating over there on the iTunes. Consider maybe a like, a thumbs up, or those considers a follow on Twitch. 
all the pluses, all the good things, mailbag questions, any and all interactions would be very much appreciated and very helpful in keeping us rocking and rolling and providing you with entertaining content to keep the week uh, rocking. Absolutely. And of course, this podcast drops every Friday. So we'll be back in your ear holes on the 15th of March for our very next episode. It'll be our St. Patty's Spectacular. Again, you know it, you love it. It'll be like the third year to row we've done it. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to get my accent back on. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you can find that St. Patty's Spectacular on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, and you got a good thing on any of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do, and we appreciate the five-star ratings that you're about to go give to us, yeah. You're about to go over to the iTunes and push the little five-star rating on the third shift, me. Oh, woo-woo, yeah, you know you want to, I gotta give us the five-star rating. And with that, I got nothing to say, but hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't forget, forget to say, to say. don't forget to say. Mm-hmm.